This happened during a road trip I was taking on the way back from seeing my family for the holidays. I'm not usually one to drive more than a couple hours because I much prefer flying, but this year the tickets to where I was going were way more expensive for some reason. It would have cost me over a thousand bucks for a round trip flight that only went a few states over. I had planned everything out so that I'd get home a few days before I had to go to work, but a snowstorm blew in on the day I was going to leave, so I had to stay an extra two days before finally starting the drive. The roads were empty since it was past the holiday rush, and most of the drive is pretty out of the way from the big cities. The hardest part of it was always staying awake and fighting the boredom. The first eight or so hours went by without any trouble though. Sure, I was tired, but the snow on the road kept me awake and attentive. It was about 10pm and I had a hotel booked in a small town just two hours further ahead. But as I drove, a small light came up in my mirror. It was the headlights of someone behind me, which was actually the first person I'd seen on the road with me in over an hour. Their lights were getting bigger quickly though, showing that they were coming up really fast. And soon, I could see that it was actually a large van of some kind. It was only a one-lane road, so I couldn't get out of their way, but I figured they would still swerve around me, given they were going so fast. Once they reached the back of my car though, they matched my speed and stayed behind me. After a few seconds, I realized they weren't trying to get around me, and we drove like that for almost 10 minutes. It was kind of unnerving, being that it was only us on the road, and yet this huge van was trailing right behind me. It wasn't a normal following distance either. They were so close that I couldn't even see their front bumper or license plate in my mirror. Maybe I was quick to feel uneasy about it, but an exit came up for a gas station and I chose to turn off hoping they would stay on the road and that I could put some distance between us. But as I veered off and down the exit ramp, they stayed right behind me. I pulled into the gas station and parked at one of the pumps as the van pulled into the pump behind me. At this point, I just didn't know what was happening. Part of me thought that this was something bad, but another part of me thought I was just overreacting. I knew that this was the only gas station in the past 30-ish minutes, so it wasn't all that unlikely that they would also need gas. Before getting out to fill up my tank, I shut my car off and looked around. The store part of the gas station had its lights off and a closed sign hanging from the door. I looked to the sides of it, seeing nothing but empty darkness. No houses, no buildings just a field covered in snow with a single road going through it. I looked in my mirror. A man was now standing outside of the van and putting gas in, so I got out and began doing the same. As the numbers slowly ticked on the gas meter, the man quickly put his pump back and sealed his gas cap. I looked over, seeing him walking to the back of his van. Then I heard the loud ratcheting sound of the back door being lifted open. There was something in that moment, maybe a gut feeling or just an instinct of some kind, that told me to get out of there. I pulled the pump out of my car, and not even a second later, 
three men were sprinting at me from around the back of the van. I dropped the pump on the ground and quickly got in my car, locking the doors just as one of them grabbed the handle and tried to rip it open. I was shaking and moving as quick as I could to get the car on. All three of them went around trying each door, but then immediately sprinted back to their van before I'd even had the chance to pull away. When I did though, I saw them drive away soon after, going in the opposite direction, down the way we had come from. I let the police know what happened, but never even got a call back with any updates. I think it's obvious they were trying to abduct people under the cover of night on the vast unpopulated highway. What's terrifying is how confident and, for lack of a better word, professional the whole operation was. It seemed that as soon as they realized I was securely in my car and it wasn't going to be effortless, they fled the scene without even needing to communicate with each other. It was like they had done it many times before. What would have happened if they'd gotten me, I don't know, but I urge everyone to learn from my mistakes because you may not be as lucky as I was. In 2019, I did deliveries for a pizza place near my school. I'd work most days after class so I could afford to pay for my car and rent. It wasn't a great job in any aspect, but it was good enough to get me through college without being completely broke. This night was no different than most in the beginning. I clocked in at 6 and delivered for 3 hours straight, then took a lunch break and started again at 9.30. I picked up the next order and started heading to the place. The address didn't look like a house, but the route it took me on to get there was not what I was expecting. It took me further out from town, away from most houses and stores, and into a business center. It was an area full of small office buildings and nothing else. I drove down the road and couldn't really tell what any of the addresses were so I just followed the directions on the GPS and hoped it would take me into the right parking lot. When I turned in, I drove through a pretty long parking area until I reached the front of the building and could read the address. It matched up with the one on the order, but something was off. The parking lot was completely empty, not even the streetlights were on, and the office building had no signs of anyone being inside. I double-checked the address, thinking there must have been a mistake, but it all checked out. I even tried searching it on Google for any places nearby with the same address, but no, this was it. I set my car in park and got out, glancing around before walking up to the door. It was a glass door with a dark tint covering it. I knocked, then took a step back and waited. It only took a moment before the door opened. It was a middle-aged man wearing very casual clothes and holding a small grin on his face. He suddenly got overly excited and said he was happy the food had finally arrived and that everyone was hungry. I looked behind him, not seeing anyone else and only a single light on in the middle of the hallway but I ignored it and just told him his total. He 
He must have realized what I was looking for though, as he quickly explained that everyone else was in the rec room on the third floor for a company party. I smiled to be polite, but the man was talking with an overwhelming amount of excitement, so much so that it almost felt like he had to be faking it. He pulled out his wallet and handed me cash for the pizzas, along with a $10 tip. But as I took the money, he asked me for a favor. He wanted help bringing the pizzas up to the third floor. The man had put me in a strange position. Having taken the generous tip already, it felt like it would only be right to help him. On the other hand though, carrying a few pizzas isn't exactly difficult, and it didn't seem necessary by any means. He started walking without me having answered yet, urging me to follow him as he made his way to a door leading to some stairs. I trailed behind, keeping my distance but following him into the stairwell. As I entered though, I felt a cold rush of air and noticed all the lights were off. Only the small light from the hallway lit the entrance to the stairs. The man started making his way up, but stopped once he realized I hadn't continued following him. He turned and made a humorous remark about the lights, but his grin was quick to leave once he saw that I wasn't going to follow him anymore. There was no hesitation as he came rushing down toward me with anger in his eyes. I tossed the pizzas on the ground, rushing out of the door and into the hallway, then running for the exit and bolting to my car. I saw the man come partly out of the front doors before going back in and slamming them shut. I immediately called the police after driving to a different parking lot. The man had run off by the time they got there, and since he paid in cash, there was no way to know who he really was. The office building was empty though, and there was nobody else on the third floor, so it's clear that it was just some sort of trap. What he had ready for me on the third floor is unknown, and I hope that nobody ever has to know. I work for my dad at his small construction business. He runs a yard and warehouse full of materials, as well as manages the job sites the workers are at. Since I was only 17 at the time, my job was to basically be the errand boy. I'd drive materials back and forth and pick up anything that was needed. Depending on the job though, some materials would need to be there before workers arrived, because they would need them so they could get to work right away in the morning. So every once in a while, during busy weeks, I'd have to start work really early, like 2 or 3 a.m., to make sure I could drop everything off in time. Obviously, this was only during the summer, when I didn't have school, so I really had no excuse for not being able to work. I liked doing the deliveries early though, because it was calm and I didn't have to deal with anyone telling me what to do. On this day, I arrived at the warehouse at 3 a.m. and loaded up, then started making my way to the job site. It was a repair job on an old, maybe even abandoned, building at the edge of our town. When I got there, I saw a truck 
parked right outside. Its lights were off and it didn't look like anyone was nearby. It was way too early for anyone to be working, so I wasn't expecting to see any cars here. I parked and got out, walking up to it and seeing that it wasn't a company vehicle either. The windows were tinted and I couldn't see inside. I turned and looked at the building, trying to see if anyone was here. I called out, asking if anyone was inside, but got no response. Feeling a little weird about it, I pulled out my phone and called my dad. It rang for a minute, then went to voicemail. Figuring it was probably just a worker's personal truck that they'd left there, I went back to my truck and started unloading the materials. It took probably an hour, then I got back in and started to drive off. As I left the area though, I looked at my rearview mirror, and suddenly, the truck's lights turned on. I practically slammed on my brakes, stopping on the side of the road and watching as the truck started to back out. Someone was in there the whole time. Knowing that, I was sure that it couldn't have been a worker because they definitely would have responded to me. I sat and watched as they made their way out of the parking area and onto the road. I grabbed my phone and quickly dialed my dad's phone number again. While I waited for him to pick up, I looked over, seeing the truck had stopped right next to me. I stared at their window, knowing someone behind it was probably staring at me. I tossed my phone on the seat and started to drive forward, but the truck was quick to match my speed and prevent me from getting back onto the road. But there was nowhere else for me to go. To my left were trees, and to my right was this truck blocking my way. I started to panic, putting the car in reverse and trying to back up. The truck did the same until they tapped the side of my car, making me lose control and slide completely off the shoulder and hit the side of a tree. The truck quickly stopped right at the top of the road, as if they were going to get out. But then their brake lights suddenly turned off again as they put it back in drive and sped away. Just 20 seconds later, another car pulled up to the side of the road, and a man got out and ran up to me, asking if I was okay. I didn't know his name at the time, but it was one of the workers that was just arriving at the job site. He only saw the last bit of what happened, but said he recognized the other truck as Samuels, who was another worker my dad had hired a few months ago. As it turned out, a bunch of tools and materials were missing from the job site, adding up to almost $10,000, and that's only from that one night. He could have been slowly stealing a few things at a time over the past few months. I think what happened that night though, was that Samuel thought that by me seeing his truck, it would eventually all get traced back to him and he'd get caught, so he tried to stop me. I don't know what he would have done to me, but considering I was the only witness, it's likely that he wouldn't have gotten caught as long as I was never seen again. Unfortunately though, his name and everything else didn't add up to anything, and it was likely he was either an illegal immigrant or some kind of felon that went through the effort of getting fake or stolen IDs and work documents. 
I was never expecting something like that to ever happen, but at least it's really unlikely that I'll ever see that man again.